Hello Knockouts, Tanya TKO here, and we're back with episode number three of Goddess Off the Grid. And today I'm going to be playing you the recording of a transgender person who put a man on blast because he wasn't honest about his dating and relationship status with his baby mama. And so the transgender person ended up being really upset and decided to do a live video and put this man out there for being in this situationship, relationship, or whatever with the transgender person. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that for you, but afterwards, I want you to tell me the arbitals that you picked up on. And as you know, on the Tanya TKO show, the arbitals are R-B-T-L, reading between the lines. There's one big glaring arbitral that exists inside of this recording, and I want to see if you pick up on it. After I play it, I'm going to give my breakdown. Then I want you to leave me a voice message and tell me your take. Okay? And I may play your recording in the next podcast. Today, I'm really excited because I have a new microphone. So tell me, how does the microphone sound? It feels really good to upgrade your equipment. I have some very fancy very high-tech equipment, which is allowing me to catch this really, really beautiful sound. When I do my podcast, I don't typically use my regular speaking voice <laughs> because my regular speaking voice can be very hypnotic. And even sometimes when I would edit my videos, I would find myself going to sleep because I find my voice to be very, very soothing. And this is part of the reason why I've created Hypnotherapeutic MP3s for you on my website. So you can get a complimentary one, which is the Relax MP3. So you just go to tanyatko.com forward slash shop. You can download your complimentary copy of the Relax MP3, and you can use that to relax at night to make yourself feel more comfortable and more soothed whenever you're feeling agitated, etc. And when you do that, you automatically get signed up for the mailing list. Along with the Relax MP3, there are other hypnotherapeutic MP3s to assist you in stress release, as well as digging down deep to forgive. I have an MP3 to assist you with releasing and being able to forgive. And as you know, I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist. And inside of those MP3s, there's binaural beats, isocratic tones, and other things to help get you into a theta state in order to really create and enact change in your life. So I'm excited that you get a chance to do that, and I'm happy to be able to bring it forward. Please tell me, what is it that you think of this new microphone sound? When I was doing the the last few podcasts, I felt like I was screaming, <laughs> or at least speaking very loudly in order to project. However, right now, I'm just speaking, and we're about to jump into this. I'm going to play this for you, and then afterwards, I'm going to give you my take. Take a listen. Hey, everybody. This is the one and only Zarbi, and of course, you know, if your girlfriend can't bring it like this, it isn't set up like this, I'm one of the girls you don't want to come for. Um, I just got out of the shower. I literally been in the house all day, so... I'm getting ready to call this boy who I've been talking to uh, for the last past year. And we haven't talked in the last past four days. And um, I just found out that he had a baby mama. And, you know, um, he's been keeping that secret from me and all of that. So on my, um, so I'm going to get ready and call his phone right now online and tell him that I'm transgender. Since he want to play all my time, honey, let's have fun, boo. 
So I'm getting ready to call this boy right now and tell him that, um, I'm getting ready to tell him that I'm transgender. So here we go, y'all. Are y'all ready for the tea? Okay. Let me call him now. Y'all ready? Okay. Hey. What's going on? Um, nothing. I just been um cooling and ch uh, chilling. I know that I haven't, you know, talked to you in a minute or whatever. It's been four days. What have you been doing? Shit, I've been putting in work, man. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, since we haven't talked in the last past few days, I'm gonna just keep it real with you. Um, and I'm not putting my um face in the camera because I'm just, you know, I'm doing laundry and stuff right now. So, I haven't talked to you in four days, and I went on your page, and you never told me that you had a baby mama and you had kids, but yet you kissing her on your page, but you say you like me, and when we meet, you hug me and all that. So, what is that about? Man, what the fuck you mean, bro? I ain't got to tell you shit. What, 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 excuse me, what you mean? What you mean you don't have to tell what 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 you mean that you don't have to tell me anything? That's not fair to me as a person, not telling me that. Like, what are you talking about? That's rude as fuck. You got me fucked up. But anyway, okay, so I just wanted to tell you something as well. Um, is that, so, I have like a little cute little secret to tell you, and that I was born transgender. How about that? I was born transgender, honey. I was born trans. So since you got secrets, since you got secrets, since you got secrets, I have secrets too, honey. I have secrets too, honey. I'm transgender, honey. Exactly. Exactly. So you thought you was playing on my time? You could never play on my time, baby. Exactly. I don't want y'all to see his name. Uh, we finna call. We finna call him that. We finna call. We, I don't want y'all to see his name. Gonna call him back. What you want, man? Stop calling my motherfucking phone. Uh, uh ain't no stop calling no phone. <laughs> ain't no stop calling nobody phone. I, you, you thought, you thought that she was gonna play on my top. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, honey. Exactly. And we finna call your ass again. I don't want y'all to see his. I don't want y'all to see his name. How about that, bitch? How about that, honey? How about that? See, he didn't tell me. He didn't tell me he had a motherfucking baby mama, but I so happened to catch that motherfucking gauge, and I just put your motherfucking ass on blast. And everybody's talking about all this. Uh, be careful and all that. I'm not worried about nobody doing nothing, honey. At the end of the day, okay? Cause I got something for that ass. He ever run up on me? Bottom line, I got that ass. Bottom line, I got that ass. And that's the bottom motherfucking line. I got that motherfucking ass. Uh-huh. 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 Put that ass on blast, baby. I put that ass on blast, baby. Uh-huh. Now what's up? What's up, baby? All right. Well, did you hear what I heard? Uh, especially at the end. The uh-huh, uh-huh, and the mocking and the mimicking. I'm going to break this down piece by piece, but first, let's jump to a quick break, and then we will dive into this right after. Okay, so a few different things. First, 
The video starts out with the transgender person saying that they were talking for one year and that then they found out that he was on online kissing some woman, kissing the baby mama, etc. So the transgender person decided to get him on a live broadcast showing his face and everything and use this as a shaming tactic. So let's talk about the number one arbitral that exists. That this transgender person obviously feels like there's something wrong with being transgender and wrong with this person being attracted to a transgender person. If you listen to the language and the verbiage that the man says on the line, he says, oh, I've been putting in work, man. So the transgender person says, you tell me that you like me and when you meet up with me, you're hugging up on me, etc., right? Now, mind you, the transgender person says that they've been talking for a year. You've been talking to someone for a year and all you've done is hug and the person tells you that they like you, etc. This doesn't really sound like a well-formed relationship. So I'm like, really, then what is it that you're expecting of this person? You know, and then we're going to jump into the whole secret things afterwards, but let's go forward. Then the transgender person is like, I have secrets too, honey. I have secrets too. And the man is like, what you mean, bro? Calling the person man, really speaking to this person in a very masculine way. And I want to ask some of you women out there. I know that we've gotten into different realms in society where men and the word man, bro, and dude are regular words that people use to refer to anyone of any gender. In my personal relationships, nagoso, because if a man calls me man, I will call him girl because a person will respect my femininity. You will not call me bro. You will not call me dude. You will not, you will not abscond my womanness from me. You will refer to me as woe man with my proper gender pronouns. That's how it goes down in my personal relationships. And I implore you all out there to make sure that you all are not using the blanket and allowing people to remove your femininity from you by using blanket terms to refer to you with masculine pronouns. That no. Ladies, please hold on to your womanness. Because as you see, the man was already really high up in his masculine speaking to this person. And I personally am not convinced that this man did not know that this person was transgender. If you listen to the voice, if you even see the picture, and I, I'm going to have that in the thumbnail, you see that this person, uh, uh, passable, but uh, you know what I mean? But let's go forward. Let's go forward. After the big reveal, the transgender person is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm putting that ass on blast, mocking the man. And the biggest arbitral there is that there's something so hideously wrong with me that I will shame you for liking a person like me. And if you hear throughout this broadcast, I'm referring to this person as a transgender person instead of a transgender woman because I am not really thoroughly convinced that this person feels that they're a woman. I, I, I don't even know if this person really truly feels that they're transgender. I mean, it's like 
you're shaming a person for being attracted to you because the big reveal, the big arbitral is something is wrong with you being attracted to me. So are you a woman or aren't you? Are men supposed to find you attractive or are they not? Are men supposed to feel shame from dating you or not? This is what I'm saying. The trick is on the transgender person. And the trick is really on the entire transgender community. Because when you do things like this, when you shame men for being attracted to you and you're claiming that you're a transgender woman, then you create the stigma. You further perpetuate the stigma of being attracted to transgender women. So the trick is really on this person. This is what I'm saying. I don't know if this person even considers themselves transgender. I mean, are you a cross-dresser? Are you a drag queen? I mean, what is going on with you that you think that being in relation with you and being connected with you in any type of romantic capacity for a man is something that is deserving of shame and ridicule? And I believe that these are things that are remnants from the madness in this person. Because I find that men have this hidden self-hate that is cloaked as female piety. Because on the one hand, the men are like, oh, men are so great, men are so this. But then on the other hand, they're like, but if you like men too easily, if you like too many men, if you have too many penises near you, if you've taken too many penises, there's a shame that men continue to push onto women for women being interested in, attracted to, and accepting of men. I mean, if penis is such a great and wonderful thing, that means that the more penis a person has, the more wonderful that person must be, right? Except we find that in society, it is completely the opposite. The more penis you get, the lower your worth is. The more penis you get, the more your worth is lowered. So here we have this person who's like, oh, I'm transgender, but yet you're going to come out and ridicule a man for being attracted to you, for being interested in you, which means that there's something that's going on inside of you, which makes you feel that deep down beneath it all, you know that you're not a woman. You know you're not a woman, and what it is that you think that you are is just so hideous and disgusting that when a person is interested in you, you can use their interest. Listen to what is going on here. That you can use their interest in you as a shaming point. Now, ladies out there, have you ever mocked a man for being with you? Have you ever mocked a man for being interested in you? Be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, you were interested in me. <laughs> Joke's on you. No, boo-boo. The joke is on you. Ladies, I'm serious. Have you ever mocked a man for being with you? Have you ever mocked a man for having an amazing secret that you couldn't wait to share, which you felt actually increased your value? No. If you really think about it, imagine the types of secret that you would mock a person for. You would mock them if, let's say, maybe you had... Do you hear that? That's the train, the locomotive passing by. 
I don't know if you can hear that through the recording, but with this amazing microphone, you just might. When Goddess is off the grid, you never know where she may be. And right now I'm in a little rancher town that has a train that runs through it. And it's so beautiful out here. I'll tell you more about that at another moment. But let's jump back into this whole transgender situation. What are some of the secrets that you would mock a person for? That if they found out about you, that that they would feel less lesser as a person for having liked you and not known it. I can imagine that maybe way back in the days, somebody would be like, ha ha, that's why you didn't know that I was negra. I was negra and I fooled ya. Now we gonna have us some dark skinned babies. No, I never might get that person killed back then, but maybe not. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you <laughs> wait till you're far, far away. When you when you're up north, maybe. But you can't. You ain't gonna be in no stay in no relationship with a racist during during antebellum time. Talking about that's why I snickra. I got it in my DNA that I was black, baby. As black. Well, I don't think they were using the term black back then. But you catch my drift. Having some sort of secret where you pass, you pass as white. But then, boom, here comes your curly-headed little baby. <laughs> your baby come out with that fro. <laughs> I don't know how many of you saw that That um, it was a short that was passed around on Facebook of like this family way back in the, in the 1800s in New Orleans or in Louisiana. And the mother was Creole and one of her sons could pass as white, but the other son, she kept him up in the attic because he looked negra, but she didn't want anybody to know. She didn't want anyone to know, so she called in a woman to help remove the disease from him because she was like a healer. And she removed the dis-ease, but the dis-ease, I don't want to tell the, the end of it. I don't want to tell the end of it. I'm hoping that you all will know what it is that I'm talking about. But nonetheless, nonetheless, so, oh, speaking of dis-ease, if you were able to pass as healthy, but you really had a dis-ease on the inside, and a person did you wrong, like, ha-ha, that's why I have XYZ, mother effer. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't give a big reveal about something that you're proud of, something that a person would be happy to come into contact with, or something that a person is neutral about. Be like, ha-ha, that's why I wear size nine shoe, bitch. I mean, if, if it was neutral, something that someone doesn't care about, then there's no, there's no big reveal. There's no, aha, got you, got that ass, I put you on blast. There's none of that, because it's neutral. You're like, okay, well, I wear size nine shoe, who cares? And then let's jump into some of the other arbitals. This person is upset that he was not honest with this person. But was this person honest with him? It's like you've been talking to this person for a year. The person hugging up on you, kissing up on you, squeezing up on you. Well, I don't even know if he was kissing up on, on the transgender person. Because the transgender person only mentioned, you say you like me and you hug up on me. I mean, well, we ain't in junior high school. I mean, what, what is this? You hug up or we groan. If you haven't had intimate contact, like, in in a year, then I'm sorry. What do you, 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 please. You all ain't gotten nowhere. This person doesn't owe you anything. Anyway, so this person was not honest with him. And he wasn't honest with this person either. You mean to tell me that over the course of a year, 
that the transgender person never found a moment to be like, well, you know, listen, I am transgender, just to put it out there, because like I said, I, I ain't thoroughly convinced that this person did not know that this person was trans. A few weeks ago, we got into a huge argument on my Facebook page about the whole transgender issue because I wanted to open it up for discussion to discuss what is a woman? What makes a person a woman? Is a transgender person a woman? And I opened it for discussion and there were a lot of people who were very riled up. It's like when you start stopping yourself from being able to explore and have the conversation, you don't challenge your own ideas and beliefs and you're not able to really expand and grow as a person. So we opened up the discussion to be had a few weeks ago on my page. And during that discussion, we came up with the definition for what makes a person a woman. First of all, what is the definition of a woman? A woman is an adult human female. What makes a person female? The XX chromosome. It's as plain and as simply as that. So when all is said and done, I am still forming my ideas and opinions about what is this whole transgender thing? Because as, as I said in those videos, transgender people are not going away. Transgender people are here to stay. And it's up to us to really come up with the definitions so that we all can find a place for where we fit in society. Is a transgender person a woman? I would have to say, just by definition alone, a transgender person that identifies with the feminine is not technically a woman. A woman has a very specific definition. And in biology, we talk about this often on the Tanya TKO show because you know that I love evolutionary psychology and evolutionary biology. And we talk about how do you tell the male from the female of the species. The male of the species has the smaller, more abundant sex cells, and the female of the species has the larger, fewer sex cells. So that's how you can tell across the board from species to species, which is the female and which is the male. And when all is said and done, yes, the actual physical brain of a transgender person is different than the brain of a male person or a female person. They are something in between. And at the end of the day, a transgender person who identifies with the feminine, yes, can be feminine. Is that person female? No. And I think that there's space for us to be able to have the conversation and be able to come up with something that works for all of us. But one of the things that I'm finding is that there is a, a pushiness with the conversation that either you see things as this or I, I'm going to, I don't know. And what I have found is that there is an energy to the conversation, which really doesn't leave room for people to really have a conversation and be able to, to find a way to coexist so that we all thrive. When we were having this conversation a few weeks ago on my page, this was right before Black Girls Rock. And I remember we were still having the, we were still having a conversation. There were a lot of people who were upset and up in arms. And all I was saying was, let's have the conversation. And around that time, Black Girls Rock had their award ceremony. 
the trans women community decided to put Black Girls Rock on blast for not giving awards to trans girls or trans women and not recognize them as honorees or nominees. And when I heard that, something dawned on me that there's an arrogance and a pushiness that comes with the conversation from the trans women's side that seems to be the remnants of the arrogance and the pushiness of the masculine. So we were talking about this during our conversation and during the conversation we were like, why don't we hear this big brouhaha from the men, from the trans men? And one of the things that someone brought up is because the trans men were born women or they were born girls and they weren't born into the privilege of maleness. So you take a person who was born into the privilege of maleness and this person has body dysmorphia and they're like, well, you know what? I don't feel as if I was born in the right skin. And you have one person who says, well, you know what? I feel like I was, I was meant to be born male. And they go through the process to enter into their maleness. Like, I don't know if anybody has ever seen a video of a trans man mocking and attempting to humiliate a woman for being interested in him. So we have this sector of the population which is born into the privilege of maleness, who has the, when we start talking about sex cells, who has the hormones and the genetic makeup of being male. With the societal programming which has been embedded into this person up until the point that they have decided to transition. So they come in with all of the privilege and they come in with all of the conditioning and the social conditioning to go out there and get it, take what I want, arrogance, dominance, control. And you have the testosterone and those hormones that push and push for those things. And then the person is conditioned up until however many years they're conditioned into this existence. And then the person is like, well, I'm going to start now going on the process to transition. And then the process to transition happens. And this person has feminine qualities. Yes. However, there's still something that exists inside of there that is indicative of the arrogance of maleness. Like the feminine, the feminine is all about cooperation and community and nurturing. It's not about I'm going to force my way, my will or my word onto you and you better adhere. That's not the feminine. And so I remember, you know what, and we're going to talk about biracial in another podcast because I do have biracial people that contact me looking for acceptance from me to give them the okay to be, say, or feel or flourish in their quote-unquote blackness. And so we're going to talk about that in another video. Mm. See, I'm still getting used to the whole podcasting thing. We're going to talk about that in another podcast. However, when we talk about being a trans woman or a trans man, I believe because trans men were born into the female experience, that they're more about cooperation, they're more about coexisting, they're more about community and society and blending in and giving a helping hand and assisting and being the best of who it is that I can be in the space that I hold. Like, have we heard the same types of things from trans men? Like, how many of us even know who are trans men in the community? Like, I have men who write to me. I have trans men 
who write to me privately. Like since I talk about trans issues, I have trans men write to me and I go to their Facebook pages and it is a normal page that a man would have. There's no exploitation. There's no self-exploitation of their transness. They just exist in their trans manness and they go about their business as the men that they feel that they are. They just go about their business. However, I notice something different. And when I go over to a trans woman's page, I say it's, I would say it's like 75, 25. 75 is very sexual, very self-exploitative of the sexual part of the feminine. And it's very in your face. It's very fetishized. It's very promoting the fetish. And that's about the 75% of it. The other 25 are quiet, just living their lives as trans women and just continuing forward. However, I would really urge trans women to get together behind the scenes and have conversations with one another about how you're going to hold this space and also checking other trans women when they participate in behavior like, I'm going to put you on blast for liking a trans woman because that is not a good look for the trans woman community at large. And I'd like to just state this for the record. Will I refer to a trans woman as she and will I refer to a trans man as he? And the answer to that is yes, I will. Because the word she refers to the feminine, to a thing with feminine characteristics, with a feminine energy. And we refer to cars and boats and other things as she. So it really represents the feminine. He represents the masculine. And so I have no issue calling a trans person either he or she, or they, depending on how they choose to be referred to. However, at this time, I personally will not be referring to a trans person as a woman or man, but as a trans woman or a trans man. And look, I could be wrong, and I'm still willing to have discussions about it and shift and alter my point of view. So if there's something that you'd like to say to me, by all means, leave a voice message on the server and I may address that voice message in a future video. However, what it is that I'm saying is, at this point in time, I will not be referring to a trans person as a woman or a man without the word trans in front of it. And personally, I feel that it is loving, self-loving to your experience as a person who has transitioned to not attempt to live under the cloak of another gender, but to really hold your space and say, you know what? I am a trans woman. I am a trans man. I have come from the experience of really whatever it is that you want to call it, whether you want to call it courage or defiance or whatever word you want to use. But I have had the gumption in this life to be able to live my life as I see fit based on the internal calling that I had. So I think it's important to be able to recognize that journey and to not try to abscond that portion of your journey from yourself. And I think that there's space enough for all of us. And when we start talking about sports, and I think there needs to be a clear-cut category 
for people who identify with a certain gender, who transitioned into a certain gender. Because apparently, the physical capabilities are different. The athletic capabilities are different. And one of the things that we don't want to do is we don't want to rush into an area and take up so much space in that area that the people who could have been allies to us are no longer able to have a space in that area. It kind of reminds me of, you remember in Titanic, when Rose was on that plank, that board, and she, <laughs> I don't know why, they didn't even at least attempt to have Leo come up there, right? What was his name? Was it Leo in that? I, I don't know why they didn't attempt to try to get both of them on the board or if they thought it was going to tilt or whatever. But she took up so much space on the board. There wasn't any space held for the person that she claimed to love so much. So it's like, you know, you want to enter into this space and you love femininity and you love women, except you create a break and a fracture among the very thing that you claim to love and want to partner with so much. Like that Black Girls Rock thing and lambasting the company for giving props to little girls. It's like I'm, I, I'm, I'm confused and I'm confused when Black people do things like this too. Like instead of creating our own space, Instead of creating our own awards, that we sit up there and we place all of this power in the hands of people who have a vested interest in protecting their group. And on that note, I'm going to jump out of here. I would love your thoughts and comments. Please leave a voice message. When you come onto the main page at Anchor, you're able to see the option to leave a voice message. Drop that message through. Remember, the podcast is new. This is only episode number three. So at this point, I am still able to listen to the messages that come through because there aren't that many messages that are coming through right now. So take advantage of it. I cannot predict what will happen in the future, but I know for right now, I am able to hear the voice messages. And if the voice message is one that I feel needs response or needs to be featured in an upcoming video, I will definitely put your thoughts in the upcoming video. So listen, on that note, Tanya TKO, Goddess Off The Grid, and I'm signing out. Go out there and love one another, but most importantly, love yourself. And part of loving yourself is, is loving who it is that you are. If you feel that you have to shame a person, or if you feel that the option is there to shame a person for liking you, that is not self-love. When you love yourself, really, really, truly love yourself, you feel that you're a prize. You feel that someone would be honored to be with you, not shamed and ridiculed. Ha ha, you liked me. I mean, ultimately what this person is saying is that you were stupid to be fooled by the illusion that I'm giving of being woman. So you're dumb and I'm going to mock you and I'm going to put this on blast for other people to mock you because you dare be attracted to an illusion that I created through surgeries, hormone replacement, or whatnot. Loving yourself is also honoring your journey, your specific, unique journey, honoring that and being proud of that.
All right. So I will catch you in the next podcast. I'm going to try to fit in some of these Ask Tanya TKO. I think it'll be great if I read the question on a podcast and then allowed you all to submit your answers. And then I bring it back into the next podcast and bring your answers in as well as my own. You know, it's like we're still kind of fumbling around right now and finding our way in this podcast. So one of the things that I would say to anybody out there, if you have a a goal or a dream or a mission, start now. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like perfection is the cousin of procrastination or procrastination is the cousin of perfection. Because while we're waiting for things to be perfect, we continue to procrastinate. And you'll see as the weeks go by, we're going to find a way to pimp this podcast so that we find a way to take advantage of this medium. Audio is an amazing medium. Like video has its place, but audio also has its place because I know that I personally find myself kind of annoyed sometimes on the YouTube platform because, you know, you have to keep the window open, then your phone is open, and then sometimes things get touched and all this other stuff. Whereas with the podcast, there's no, you could turn off your screen. You can listen, go for your workout. Well, I don't know if you'd be able, let me know if you can work out to my voice because my voice puts me straight to sleep. I'll, I'll, like, I'll be editing and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I got to go lay down. <laughs> and speaking of which, if you love my voice, make sure that you come over to my website and support. I have hypnotherapeutic MP3s over there. And when you download the Relax MP3, you are automatically added to my mailing list. There's also the Stress Release MP3 and the Forgive MP3, as well as the Self-Love Affirmation Workbook, which is available on my website. And the Self-Love Affirmations Workbook helps you rewrite your subconscious programming. A few moments ago, we were talking about procrastination. My life has changed so much from doing the self-love affirmations workbook. And I can tell the difference in my own life when I don't get a chance to do it. Like like things will be going really good and then I'll stop doing the book for a minute and then things will kind of start to fizzle. Like there's something about the magic of that book that just, it makes you work out, makes you eat better, makes you more of a go-getter going after your dreams. Well, that's what it does for me. For other people, It helps you get where it is that you want to be and the things that are important to you in your life. So I suggest trying the book. You get a chance to get the workbook for yourself as well as be able to support my show because as you know, I am goddess off of the grid. This is what I do full time. I travel, I create these broadcasts and I bring content to you to help you create a shift in your life to be able to Make your life what it is that you want your life to be. That's why I do this. I had a near-death experience in 2007. And when I came out of there, I felt that I needed to tap people on the shoulder just to wake them up. Because what it is that I learned during my near-death experience made me realize that there's a lot more to life than I previously thought. And on that note, I will see you in the voice message portion because I'm sure there are a lot of people who have a lot of different things to say. And I love you all. So I want to thank you all for supporting the new podcast. I'm going to give a shout out to my top 10 countries that tune in to Goddess Off the Grid. So we have the United States that's coming in at number one, United Kingdom coming in at number two. 
Canada at number three. Then we have Germany at number four. Then we have New Zealand at number five. Trinidad and Tobago in the house at number six. We got Jamaica at number seven. Then we have the Kingdom of Jordan at number eight. We have India at number nine and Japan at number 10. And then I saw St. Kitts Nevis down on the list. You know what? We're going to go ahead and I'm going to give honorary mention to the people who come in after that. So we have South Africa in the house, Botswana in the house, Singapore representing. We got Puerto Rico stand up, Bahamas, I see you, Antigua and Barbuda. You're on the list. We got Netherlands and we also got Saudi on the list, which for, for those who have not been to the region, that's Saudi Arabia. Then we have Namibia, Sweden, Ukraine, Switzerland, St. Lucia. Then we got St. Kitts and Nevis, massive. Bop, bop, bop. As you know, I am Nevision Heritage by way of the Ebos of Nigeria. So yes, St. Kitts Nevis in the house, I had to give you your shout out. We got Martinique, Panama, United Arab Emirates, and Barbados. And you know what's so amazing? What's so amazing is that I've been to so many of these places. I've been to so many of these places. Oh, did I say St. Lucia? So we got St. Lucia in the house. I guess that's from both Njam's people who have come over to listen to the podcast that we've done about Amber Geiger. You hear the New York accent? Amber Geiger. <laughs> Amber Geiger. So I guess they've come over. So listen, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Goddess on the Grid. We're just getting started, but I anticipate us really taking the platform to to the next level and really digging in and diving in deep to the the strength that audio has i guess on that note we will talk in the next podcast thank you so much for your love and support consider giving a contribution monthly to be able to support goddess off of the grid thank you and good day